Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to Frequency Cast number 49, the UK's online digital TV and technology show, the show that's based on feedback from you. My name's Carl, and with me as ever is our tech guru, Pete. Hi there. In today's show, getting more from your mobile with maps, new apps, and some handy add ons. Here's a look at what else we're covering in today's tantalizing take on technology. Out now, the first Freeview HD boxes hit the market. Details on a top-up free SIM card for Skyping. Location finding with Google Latitude. Sky Plus HD storage goes up and the price comes down. Plus your feedback on VHS, Freeview channels, top-up TV and more. First off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast, now loading, news. News for the 1st of March 2010, starting off with Freeview HD. As we announced in our update, the first Freeview HD box is now on the market, the Humax HD Fox T2. The first TV set with built-in Freeview HD is also now with us. This new TV from Panasonic also has built-in FreeSat and an optional wireless internet dongle. Picks on our show notes. Also, by the end of March, Freeview HD coverage is set to be extended to include Glasgow, Newcastle, Leeds, Bradford and Birmingham. Next, portable gaming fans should note that from Friday the 5th of March, a new version of Nintendo's handheld console becomes available. The DSi XL boasts a 4.2-inch screen compared to the DSi's 3 inches, has a wider viewing angle for sharing and comes preloaded with brain training, dictionary and web browser. Price £150. Also note that the hugely addictive iPhone flight control game is now available for download on the DSi. Next, mobile internet. According to a recent survey, O2 is officially the fastest for music downloads in the UK and the fastest for web page download in London. Vodafone also performed well. Bottom of the heap for download speeds were Orange and the worst performer for web pages was 3. Links to the full report on our show notes. Freesat News now. News and finance channel CNBC has joined Freesat on channel 210. And we've also found the first Freesat receiver for under £30. Link on our news page. Some other hot news snippets. There are rumours that the BBC may shut down radio stations 6 Music and the Asian Network. At the time of recording, this hasn't been confirmed by the BBC. Sky has just released a new HD box with four times the storage. The one terabyte box costs £249. The Seesaw online TV service that we mentioned recently has now gone live, offering BBC, Channel 4 and 5 shows online, and it's worth a look. Also, we understand that talks are in the final stages for Virgin to sell off TV channels Virgin 1 and Living to Sky. Next, news of a new phone release, and this time we're not talking about the next iPhone killer. From the well-known sports firm, the Puma phone could well be one to watch. In keeping with the sporting theme, the phone has a stopwatch, GPS run tracker, GPS bike speedo, a pedometer and a yachting compass. On the back of the phone you'll find a solar charging panel and there's some fun applications, including an on-demand digital cat, a sarcastic calculator that tells you off if you try to do something you could do in your head and a scratching turntable for your music collection. The Puma phone made by Sagem should be with us by April. Picks on our show notes. Quick hi now to two regions about to complete their digital switchover. Hi to Wenvo in Wales and Mendip in Bristol. Good luck with your switch. 
And finally, traffic in Moscow was brought to a halt in January after a hacker was able to access roadside display signs and insert a two-minute porn clip, apparently causing one driver to have a heart attack. A 40-year-old man has been arrested for the prank and, if convicted, could face two years in prison. A frequency cast fridge magnet goes to the first listener that can brighten our morning commute and get Babe Station on the escalators at King's Cross. Wow, thanks Pete. Don't rush off though, because I'd like to ask you a quick question here. Um, This BBC shutting down all the good stations, what's that about? Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? So BBC Six and the Asian Network look like they may be switched off. The Bieber are actually denying it at the moment and saying discussion of its closure is premature. But uh, yes, it's not looking good for Six Music. But but it seems to me if the BBC are getting rid of all that's good, the boat is going to rock, if you know what I mean. Because all the good music and and things like that will go. It's a shame. I mean, Six Music is quite a pioneering station and it's got nearly 700,000 people listening a week, which is a fairly high amount for a digital station. There's been a Facebook group set up trying to save the station. And interestingly, a story's just broken. Absolute Radio. Oh yeah, you mean the, the guys that used to be Virgin? They've actually just bowled in and said, you know what, we'll take it off your hands, BBC. We'll run it properly for you. The boat will rock. For more on this and other news stories, go to frequencycast.co.uk slash news. So as we move swiftly into our next focus, where we're going to focus in on toys, toys, toys. Look at all these phones. Where have you How come? Why did... How many phones does one man need? All will be revealed. First off, before we start diving into why we have a bag of mobiles here, we need our listeners to do something for us, don't we? No, I want the listeners to do something. We're trying to make Focus Interactive now. So what we want you to do is get your phones out, because I know you've got them. Yeah, I can see you. Get it out. That's good. Right, okay. Right, so you've got your mobile. Now, what we want you to do is go to your address book or your contact store, create a new contact for Frequency Cast. While you're doing that, we'll talk about what we're going to do. Then we're going to give you a phone number. You're going to store a text number in your phone because later on in the show, we're going to want you to send us a text. It's the cost of a standard text, no premium rate nonsense here. So while you're doing that, we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about, which is getting more from your mobile phone. How much more can I get from my mobile phone? Okay, so what do you use your mobile for? I know you've got a grotty old um, Nokia, but just assume a standard mobile phone with some of its features. What could you do other than make phone calls on your phone? Send texts, which is pretty much the same as your phone, really. Take pictures if you've got a camera. I don't. I actually use the alarms quite a lot, the reminder settings, um, all sorts of schedule style functions. I create my shopping list on it and things like that. Uh, Not that I do much shopping, but when I do. Okay, fair enough. So we're going to be asking about what you use your mobile phone for. And as we're going along, we'd like the listeners to send us a text to say what they are using their mobile phone for. If they've got any comments on the apps we've mentioned, any apps we're about to suggest that they can think of a better app we should be using. And the text number you're going to need is... 07882043521. Right, you're now ready. So uh, listen up, and what apps have you got for us, Pete? Start now. Okay, we're going to talk about, first of all, not just apps, but application stores. So there are a whole bunch of application stores on a mobile phone that you can use. Apple have got one called the App Store, which of course is hugely successful. They've had about a billion apps downloaded so far. And I'm just going to show you this because you probably haven't seen one of these for a while. So when you start up your iPhone here, you've got an option for App Store. If we look in there now... Here it is. So top paid and top free applications. Here we go. Nice scrollable list. You versus Wall, Red Bull, Mario and Friends. And there's a nice list of apps. They're all free. You hit a button, you hit install. That's in. Okay. So that's the iPhone. That's quite simple and straightforward. What else have you got for us? I'm going to boot up a Nokia now. 
So there you go, this is a Nokia. I'm now going to just go into Applications. And here we have one that says three letters. Ovi. OVI. OVI, there we go. So let's just fire up Ovi. Now this is the Ovi Store. You can actually access this from a web browser on a Nokia device or using a custom app. I've actually installed the custom app here. Just let this start up. So here we go. This has got the top uh, 10 recommended applications here. So we have Shazam, ZumZum, Nokia Energy. And Nokia Energy is quite an interesting one. You can look at the power usage on a Nokia phone. Um, then you get some weird ones. You go for recommended. And this was the one that got me. I thought I'd look at Nokia Energy. So I fired that up. And what did it do? told me all about what the Nokia application does. But right at the bottom is a suggested application that goes with it. So here we go, it's telling you all about the Nokia Energy Profiler. Now down a little further you've got related items. Just read me the first three on this list here of, of similar applications. Indian Calendar. Is that different from an English one? I don't know. Uh, silent Finder. Menstruation. <laughs> yeah, so apparently a piece of software that can download your mobile phone power usage uh, is related to something that measures menstrual cycles. I put mine in and it was a complete failure. Are you sure? So what you're looking at there on the screen is Nokia Ovi. Very quick summary. Uh, slick, nice little images, uh, nice titles, very easy to find, and just as easy to download as the the iPhone applications, really. And a little bit slow, I must say. Uh, it's a slightly fiddly process getting it set up. Uh, but yeah, generally good. If you have got a Nokia, do take a look at Ovi. From your mobile, go to ovi.mobi, Ovi Mobi. And there you'll find Ovi. What that lets you do, as well as applications, you can also uh, access your files, calendar, contacts, maps, which we'll come on to in a second, email, music, and also sharing. So you basically do a sync to Ovi, and it will back up your phone over the internet onto Nokia's servers. Excellent. What next? Next is this phone. Let me start this one up. Okay, so this is an Android phone. This is the, uh, this is the Google G1. Remember we reviewed this a while ago? Oh yeah, I remember this. Slick action. I like this. Look at the way it slides down and up. Oh, look at that. There you go. Beautiful. So if you happen to have an Android phone, you'll find something called Marketplace, which I'll just show you now. Okay, lovely touchscreen. So there you go. Market button. And you go in there. And this is the application browser for uh, the um, Google applications. That's good. And there you'll find some of the applications you're looking at here, the top three apps. Oh, right. So it's spades free. What's that? Some kind of card game? Uh, hotels near me. Speaking pad. Sounds like a whole new language. Pappy jump. Papa jump. Pappy jump. Pappy jump. Uh, thesaurus. Chess. Mm, yeah, it looks okay. There you go. So a whole bunch of applications that you can get for free uh, on an Android device. Fantastic. And how easy are they to download? Still not quite as easy as Apple, but I think a little bit less fiddly than the, uh, than the Nokia's. You've also got, if you happen to have a BlackBerry device, there's also the BlackBerry App Store that uh, we don't have a BlackBerry here with us, but very, very similar idea. Can't believe it. Come without a BlackBerry. So there you go. I would recommend, if you haven't already, go explore the free applications that you can get for your phone. One of my favourites is Shazam. Do you remember Shazam? I love Shazam. Isn't that the one where you sing in your favourite song and it tells you what the hell it is? Absolutely. If you've got an iPhone, a Nokia phone, a BlackBerry or an Android phone... Get yourself the Shazam app, it's free, and basically you press a button, hold it up to a source of music like a speaker at a nightclub or in a restaurant, and it'll take a 10-second sample and tell you exactly what you've uh, been listening to, title and artist. Clever stuff. If you haven't got one of those phones, you can actually do it from any mobile phone by dialing 2580 following the voice instructions. Very cool. Wow. For a minute there, I must confess, I thought that you were going to give them your mobile number because you're quite good at naming the songs, aren't you? So what are we going to do next? Other applications. Mapping is a big one. So here, looking at our uh, Google phone here, obviously Google Maps is a very big thing for Google. 
So you can fire up a mapping application like this. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's nice. I like it on this touch screen as well. And you can uh, you can move that up with your finger as well, so you can get a better look at what you uh, intend to uh, focus in on. You've got a little the zoom function down the bottom there. Oh, I like this. Very smart. Very smart indeed. And of course, you can see that this has got GPS built in, so this is actually exactly where we are. You don't have to go putting your postcode in. Uh, phones with GPS, it can tell you exactly where it is. So that's the Google phone. You can see the same thing here on the Nokia. Um, slightly smaller screen, Google Maps though. Yeah, not quite so convenient. And you haven't got the touch screen either, which makes it a little bit harder to navigate and, and sort of select where you want to look at. And of course, the best phone there is the iPhone, which has got the full uh, Google experience there. That's that's lovely. We're gliding around the screen there. Well, yeah, you say that, but you're being a little bit biased. It is between, obviously, the Google phone and the uh, iPhone. But unfortunately, it's just because the, uh, the touch screen is not available on the Nokia. True enough, true enough. So um, having said that, what are the face icons on the Nokia screen at the moment? Ah, yeah, we've been trying something called Google Latitude, and this is a rather nifty little application. So you can see there, that's pretty much where we are in the studio. There, if you look, that's about two miles west of where we are, you can see a face there. Yeah, I can. Whose is it? Actually, this is something rather clever. I'm using something called Google Latitude. If I now look at this on the iPhone as well... So here we go. We're now looking at this on both a Nokia and on an iPhone. And you can see a little face to represent pretty much where I am and one about two miles west of where we are. Basically, Latitude is a rather cool little thing. You install an application on your phone and this will work on a whole bunch of different phones. This will work on Android phones, iPhone, iTouch, BlackBerry, Windows Mobile and Nokia Series 60 phones. And it lets you broadcast where you are to your friends. So what we're actually looking at is my phone there and my older Nokia, which is at home, it can show me where my mates are. So you can program up where all your friends are. If you're out for the night, you can track where other people are free with Google Latitude. <laughs> Doesn't this quite prove my point? <laughs> you've got no friends. You've actually got phones lifting up. I suppose you've got one left at work as well. Just that so you can say, oh, look, I've got three friends. There's one here, one here, and then it's just your phone, aren't they? They're all called Pete, and it's just me. <laughs> yeah, but my phones are my only friends. Don't forget that. No, you've got Brian the Brain. Hey, you still there? I'm still here. Where else would I be? True enough. So there you go. Google Latitude, very handy way of uh, keeping track of where your friends are and overlaying it onto a map. Fantastic. Uh, what else have we got? While we're on tracking, if you've got a small child or someone you want to spy on, get yourself either Mobile Locate or Follow Us or Child Locate, and for about 40p a go, you can track where these people are. Ah, oh, homing device. Nice. A bit like Big Brother. Absolutely. Some other applications we should mention. Uh, Twitter and Facebook are obviously huge. Pretty much for all of the mobile phones now, you can download a uh, Twitter and a Facebook application. All of the major phones carry one of these. So for Facebook, there's an application on iPhone, Palm, Sony Ericsson, BlackBerry, Nokia, Android and Windows Mobile. Install it and you can do your Facebook and, and tweets on the move. Uh, they also have two mobile sites, so m.twitter.com and for Facebook, m.facebook.com will let you uh, access on the phone's basic browser. And you can also update your Facebook status and Twitter uh, over SMS. If you happen to be a Twitter user, uh, send a text to 86444 if you're on Vodafone Orange 3 and 02. And you can update your Twitter status and send tweets from your mobile. Fantastic. Which does lead us on to this phone here. Oh, that was nice. Is that a 3G by any chance? This is a three phone. This is actually our frequency cast phone. And when people send us a text on 07882 043521, this is the phone that's currently got the SIM in it. That means we can read people's messages. And you can see here, this phone has got um, Google and Skype and email and Facebook and uh, Windows Messenger and all sorts of other things on there, including an inbox. 
This is a very, very handy mobile for getting access to all of these applications. Uh, we've covered it before, but um, yeah, you can actually buy phones that are dedicated Facebook phones or uh, messaging phones like this. Talking about our text number, uh, what's our first question for our listeners? Because they're right at the ready now. Well, there's two things we want to know. One is what type of phone do you have? We've talked about iPhone, Palm, Sony Ericsson, BlackBerry, Nokia, Android, and Windows. We'd love to know what people have got. Good. So if you can just put in that now, just type in your name of your phone. Shouldn't take too long. We're holding by. Have you done it yet? Okay, and what's the next one? Lovely. And we want to know which of the applications we've mentioned so far you have, or if you have any better applications we haven't mentioned, drop us a text, because what we're going to do is put together a nice interactive page listing out all the applications we've talked about and all the applications that our listeners recommend. Calm down. So now what we want to know is name of your phone, followed by the application you most commonly use or you find most useful. And having done that, now if there are any other applications you want to tell us about, stop getting so hasty. Oh, I am sorry. Some people don't actually, you know, fly fingers all over the keyboards like you do. They can spell properly. Right. Now I'm going to shut down this phone and that phone and this phone. There you go, a pile of phones over there. And we're going to talk about a couple of other quick things that we should mention. If you want to get yourself a nice free SIM, get yourself one from three. They're offering a rather good deal at the moment on SIM cards. Oh yeah, what's that then? Get yourself a SIM, free, link on our website. And what you'll get with that is free Skype to Skype calls. You don't have to top up, which is rather handy. Phenomenal. What else? Nice little trick this is. If you get yourself a couple of old mobile phones... Get yourself uh, two of these SIM cards, put them in, no top-up needed, and you've got a walkie-talkie. Oh, I like that idea. There you go. Uh, they also uh, offer free chats with Windows Messenger, no need to top-up. If you do top-up, you get a bunch of free texts, uh, free mobile internet, free calls between three mobile phones, and free voicemail, which is rather nifty. Superb. Uh, now, do you remember this little device? Oh, yes. It's like the, uh, yeah, photocopy. It does uh, pictures, doesn't it? And you can put them on sticky paper and things like that. It's a miniature Polaroid camera, but with sticky capabilities. Yeah, pretty much. Let me just uh, open this. So this is the uh, Polaroid Pogo. We reviewed this a few shows ago. Bluetooth printer. Carry it in your pocket. You go out, you take some pictures on your mobile phone. You can print them straight off on Polaroid paper. Very, very good. Uh, if you haven't seen it before, take a look at our show note. And they're quite cheap at the moment as well. How much are they now? Oh, they've come down in price, have they? Uh, oh, yes, they have, yes. Okay, yeah. just shut the lid. Look, 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 loads of nice little bit of paper in there. Right, shut the lid. Lovely. That's the Polaroid Pogo. And you remember this little chap? Oh, it's a monkey. Yeah, cheeky monkey. Isn't it a recharging monkey? What do they call it? Yeah, this is the power monkey. So it's a little silver unit. How big? About, what's that? A bit bigger than a sort of lipstick sort of size? It's like a big plastic bullet. Mm, yeah, I suppose it is. And this comes with these whole bunch of little uh, thingies here. Oh, yes, the bag full of adapters, which is very handy, of course, which means you can charge up pretty much any phone in the history of phones. So, yeah, this is a little bit under £30. Uh, it'll charge up your iPhone, your Nokia phones, your Sony Ericsson. I've got a little adapter there that will charge up a, a DSi, and indeed it can actually charge itself from a laptop. So very, very highly recommended. Get one of these under 30 quid. keep it in your bag, keep it in your desk, and you've got a good emergency charger that just self-recharges when you plug it into a USB. Very handy. Okay, time's up. Right. Uh, don't forget, our text number is 07882043521. And also, we're going to be setting up a website so you can interact with us. That will have links to all these services and applications we've mentioned in this focus, plus your text. So as you send us a text... We'll be updating that site so you can see what's going on. And that will be at frequencycast.co.uk 
forward slash mobiles get texting uh right oh yeah whatever happened to the olympus tough that 6010 good point actually i should go and ask kate i'll tell you what i'll take the remote mic uh you tell the listeners what i'm about to do and i'll, I'll find out what she's done with it okie dokie tara oh my goodness i'm here on my own it's very very scary yes so we were given a tough 6010 to play with this is uh, meant to be an indestructible camera from olympus very very nice camera and uh, our mission was to try and break it because apparently it's waterproof and, and drop proof and everything else so now over to carl with the latest Right then, where's the uh, Tough 6010 by Olympus? Have you still got it? Yep, it's in this little case I've got. Oh, that's nice, a smart little camera case. Okay, and uh, have you broken it yet? Not yet, but I've had a few drops with it and... um no, it's all all right. Uh, where have you dropped it? Um, on the carpet a couple of times and on the kitchen floor. Thank you. I do carry it around in my bag, so it has been through quite a lot. A lot of tumbles and falls, eh? Lots of knocks and bumps. Let's have a look at it then. Oh no, oh no, it's all in good shape then. No scratches or marks on it. So as you haven't broken it yet, there's nothing more we can say, is there? Although there's a really cool feature on this, actually. It's called the beauty feature. Oh, right. Um, what it does, let me show you. You put it to the setting that says beauty and then you take the picture and it gets rid of all the uh, lines and beautifies the person's face. Well, that's a picture of Pete, isn't it? Hasn't worked too well on him, has it? I think he looks very handsome, actually. Yeah, well, there's no accounting for taste. Didn't work very well with you, though. Right, I'm back. Uh, what, what, oh, hold on a minute, what's that? You should recognise this, this is your watch. No, I wasn't talking about my watch, I was talking about that one. Nah, this is the new Swap Watch. Now, you're always banging on about this here watch, your Swap Watch. This is the original classic Swap Watch. But we've got a new one for you to play with, look. Ooh, where did we get that one from? Have we been sent this by Swap? Aren't they lovely? Well, this is quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, so what do you think? Slightly different type of strap. So the other one had uh, one of these sort of metal straps. Right. This one has a silica strap, so it's sort of a bit more rubberized. Wow, isn't it light? I kind of like this. It's a bit sort of... Uh, it's more contemporary, isn't it? The other one's very retro, but this is... It almost looks normal, which is what I like about it. Well, this one's called the Active, and they're aiming at a bit more of a sports market. Unlike yours, this one's water-resistant. Uh, it's intended to be a little bit more... I think it's br- a more breathable strap, so it's for sort of out-and-about use more than, more than the other one, I think. So it's not waterproof? No, it's not completely waterproof, so you can't submerge it, but it is water-resistant. There's a subtle difference there. I was going to say, that would have been a, an amazing feat, because what with that open speaker hole there and, and the fact that USB input is sort of on the side, although it is all covered in rubber, isn't it? I do like that, uh, or the silicon, to protect all the ports. The camera looks quite sleek in the side there. It looks a little more subtle. And, uh, oh, I like the back of it. You've got a little clip. That was a problem I found with the original one, that uh, the back was a bit of an issue to get it on after you had inserted the SIM card. So just to make it absolutely clear, we're talking about a mobile phone in a watch here. This little beast, very, very high-spec phone. It's got a stills camera, a video camera, plays back video, uh, does your photos, doesn't it? Yeah, and you can also make a video on it. And uh, your audio, plays back MP3 files. MP3s, and also MPEG-4 for video, and... Um, oh, and 3GP, according to the box. And look at this lovely new Bluetooth headset. Yeah, it comes with a nice little earpiece jobby, and this rather unusual little docking station. Tiny, weeny little docking station, you dock the headset in, and it plugs into the USB port to charge up. So none of this cables and wires and adapters for charging up your Bluetooth headset, which is nice. Wow, and look at the layout on the screen, it's gone kind of Mac-like, hasn't it? So what do you think we should do? Should we do one of our unofficial guides to this watch? We always get a lot of questions about mobile phone watches. Uh, as we're running tight on time for this show, maybe we ought to put together one of our little updates. Good idea. Keep an eye on our news page and our RSS feed, and we'll update you when it's done. Frequency card. 
And it's time to hear from you now as we take a look at your emails, texts, tweets and calls in interaction. First off, an email from Graham Wilson. He says, I would like to replace my trusty VCR with a PVR. However, I would like to archive my VHS tapes to hard drive as generic MP2 files. Do you know of a satellite PVR that has a video line option? This would allow me to copy the VHS into the PVR and then to an external hard drive. Hi Graham. Well, dubbing over to a PVR and then copying over digitally isn't actually the best way to go, even if you could find a PVR that supported this. Either archive your VHS tapes onto DVD or hook up your video player onto a PC and then use something like Dazzle Video Creator from Pinnacle, a Neuros OSD or even a USB video recorder. Have a listen to show 21 for more on this or see our show notes. If anyone's interested in us doing a more in-depth piece on how to do this, please let us know. Cool. Got a question? Then we'd love to hear your voice. Call our podline and leave a message on 0208 133 4567. Here's the show's first call from one of our regulars with something to say about the state of Freeview. Hi, Carl, and I don't know whether I should call him Peter Delia for his coffee escapade in uh, the January update. Oh, did someone say coffee? Mine's a wappuccino. Why have we got all of these second-rate, stupid, pointless channels on Freeview now that are running for an hour a day or two hours a day or three hours a day, maybe? But things like CNN, okay? Why is that running? Uh, And Russia Today, similarly. 7 p.m. till 1 a.m., when I know for a fact on Sky Digital, they're on 24 hours a day. Same with the community channel. I'm not saying they're any good channels, but it just seems a bit ludicrous. Now, I understand there might be some space limitations as far as bandwidth goes, but it seems absurd. Hi there, Matt. Good to hear from you. Well, you're not alone in that. As you say, it's all about the space, with an awful lot of timesharing going on on Freeview. Broadcasters can make a little extra money by renting out space during their off hours to other broadcasters, ones that don't have their own slot. By the way, Ofcom has just announced that there are two new Freeview slots available. Anyone think we could be in for two new quality channels? Or do we reckon it's going to be more shopping, Babe Station and Plus Ones? Babe Station, that'd be all right. Bit more of that. (laughs) Don't mind. Got a message here from Dave Whittleston. Uh, He says, during the last show, you frequently mentioned the forum and asked listeners to make use of it. I logged on and found the array of topics bewildering. 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 It would be helpful if you could either cull some of the older topics or have some official frequency cast topics for us listeners to discuss. Oh, so what you're saying is our forum's full of bish. I get the impression that's what he's saying. So, yes, maybe we will have a little bit of a cull and perhaps we can add a couple of topics. What do you think? One we should talk about is the mobile phones that we covered earlier. Yep, and um, weather stations, of course. Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, just for you, Dave, we shall add something new and exciting to our forum. Please come and have a look. Or you could add some bish like coffee makers. <laughs> what else does Dave here say? Uh, Dave also says, I've also tried to find out how the iTunes chart system works. It would appear that the hyper-intelligent parrot at Apple HQ, a Norwegian blue, I believe, simply decrees what the chart should be, and it is so. He says, if you could find out how the chart actually works, I think the listeners would be interested to know. So, yeah, this is our attempt to climb the iTunes charts and get some recognition. Of course. And we've actually done some digging around as well. And we've actually found out that it isn't to do with the number of reviews, although we'd like some more, please. Oh, lovely. I like a nice review, especially if you can review our hairstyles. Uh, It also doesn't seem to be anything to do with the number of subscribers or the number of downloads or the number of ratings. What it seems to be is the number of subscribers that have subscribed within a 24-hour period. 
So if you can just resubscribe every 24 hours, that'd be great. If you could, that'd be lovely. Thank you very much. And now it's time for another podline call. Please play this on your um, podcast. Oh, go on then. This is going to be a rant about digital TV, isn't it? Uh, basically, anybody thinking to join Top Up TV, save yourself the hassle, save yourself the money, buy a candle, watch it flicker, instead of the grief and hassle of trying to cancel it. You just wait and see when you try and cancel it, how they rip you off. They don't provide the service they say they will. They make promises they don't keep, and it costs you a lot of money for rubbish. Don't do it. That's the end of the podcast. Well, 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 hang on, not quite. We've still got a few more mails to get through yet, haven't we? <laughs> Indeed, we have. But I wouldn't mind having him as a boss, but with that early finish and everything, that'd be good. Make good use of the day. Anyway, we have one here from Luke Platypus. Cool name. He's looking for some advice on buying a low-cost 37-inch to 40-inch HD TV. He's with Virgin, and he wants some tips. Pete. Hi, Luke. There's a page up on FrequencyCast somewhere telling you what to look for when buying a new TV. We'll add a link to Show 49's notes so you can find that page. In short, though, get something that's HD-ready. 1080p is the top res, but 1080i should be fine. Get Freeview built in, just in case you need it in the future. Get a TV with lots of SCARTs and at least two HDMI connectors. And don't get too hung up on contrast ratios. Don't forget you can email us via our site with your comments or text us on 07882043521. It's the cost of a standard text. Now, our last podline call for this show. About Sky HD, I believe. Recently bought um, an HD box. Uh, it keeps showing no satellite signal, which is happening every now and then now. The Sky message, no satellite signal, would indicate that you're not getting a signal from the satellite. The clue's in the message. What you can do is check your cables, make sure they're tightly screwed into the back of your box. Also, check your dish is free from obstructions. It's also just worth double-checking that the Cylons haven't destroyed the Astra 2D satellite. Thanks for all your feedback. Got a question? Get in touch via www.frequencycast.co.uk and we could be answering your question in the next show. Got a comment? Chat with us at frequencycast.co.uk slash forum. Frequencycast. Shutdown in progress. So that's all for this show, show number 49. To get in touch with us and for regular news updates, go to the listener section of our website. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. Or sign up to our free feed and newsletter. We're at www.frequencycast.co.uk. Sign up and keep an ear out for our next tantalising take on technology. And if you like what you've heard, please spread the word. Frequency Cast. Shut down.